on Center Street in downtown Mesa. It is the East Valley Business Expo, and we are here today, second year in a row we've been here, and uh, lots of businesses here from all over the East Valley. I think even more than I've ever seen before because they've opened up this other room. Our friends from Clean Slate are here. Our friends from Landings Credit Union are here. Uh, all kinds of businesses. If you are a business owner and you need help networking and building your business, they've got everything for you here. And you're, all you need to do, Frank, to come, throw your business card in. A business card gets you in free, and you can see all the services that all these great businesses in, in Mesa, Chandler, Tempe, and Gilbert happen to offer. This is what it's about. You know, we, you know, i got to mention this. You know, Wrench Nation is a car talk show, but it's all about community. We're small business. We're entrepreneurs. Yep. And the thing about it is we hear all this stuff. You watch the TV at 6 o'clock, you pop it on, and right. there's all this stuff. Right. But at the end of the day, it is about peddling your passion, peddling your wares, your good services and products. And here we are in Mesa at one of the pretty incredible events. Man, we got a lot of businesses out I went over to Buca de Beppo. You didn't get to get any food Oh, yet, gotta get, I got to get some ravioli. Yeah. Where's my Buca de Pepe, yeah, peeps? In the way back, and they've got <laughs> famous staves and, the, and uh, all, nothing but bunt cakes and everything like that. They're all here to make me even fatter than I already and am. And just around us of what we can see, we've yeah. got Journey Employee Solutions here. We've got H&R Block. You people, if you haven't filed your taxes, we got GCU. My friends at Grand Canyon University. Do you know how to do the lopes? Can you do the no, lopes? No, I don't know how to do no I'm, lope. Sorry, let's do the lopes. Grand no, lope, Canyon lope, University. Lope. We're loping you. <laughs> yes. All right. We're loping you. We got Costco out here. We've got a ton of folks, and I would invite you to stop by the booth. Uh, today's Car Talk show, uh, we're going to cover, you know, I've been getting a lot of emails yeah. and uh, Facebook requests, and one of the biggest conundrums for a lot of people right. is that brake squeak. It's squeaking. You know, it's grinding. And that's a, I've always wondered when that brake starts squeaking, when is it too bad of a squeak? When does it get so serious? I don't want to get to that point of of my my rotors starting to go and my brake pads starting to completely shred, and that brake dust starts coming off, and now the inside of my beautifully silver wheels, don't my chrome <laughs> wheels don't look so nice anymore. What do you What do you get? You got like a little seventy two pinno with the big. You got the big rims. My on brother there. had the seventy two hey. pinno. Don't knock the 72 pin. Oh, those timing chains were a nightmare. They were. They uh. had some problems. But today we're talking brake squeaks. And, yes, you're right. They're pesky. Uh, when is it serious? <laughs> a lot of people, hey, right. is this squeak a serious thing? Right. So we're going to cover that. Okay, uh, good. And we're going to go through that. We're going to cover the basics of what it all means. And, uh, well, there's you nothing know, more important on your car than the brakes. Absolutely. Because, you, obviously, you've got to stop. And when you're driving down these roads 45, 50 miles an hour in most of these towns, these six-lane roads, yeah. you know, you got to slam on the brakes. All of a sudden, it's like, you've got to be ready because somebody's going to stop in front of you. Something's going to jump out. Some cat or dog might get in the way, and you want to be able not to hit that little puzzuppy because I don't want you hitting my dog. Exactly. So, yep. and you know, the other thing, too, a lot of you guys listening, uh, attending the show here, maybe you went into a garage, and the garage said, hey, you need $800 worth of brakes. Yeah. We're going to break it all down, Steve. And, break and down. Down the brakes. Break down the brakes and kind of prioritize what That's needs using to two be brakes. done. That's a B R A K E with a B R E A K. Yes. That's amazing. That's it. Yeah. So we're live out here. I love doing these live remotes. Uh, how was your week, brother? What'd you know, you, my what week you was to? pretty good. Let's be honest. Let's let's send out our thoughts and, and prayers 
to the families in Las Vegas and the horrible tragedy that happened up there. I, I, uh, I have a friend in Las Vegas. She luckily was not involved in any of that. Even people, though, people across the country were affected by this. Uh, somebody from my hometown of Minot, North Dakota, was there on vacation and got shot, survived luckily. Oh, God. But uh, is still in the hospital in, uh, in serious condition. Uh, was shot in the abdomen. And, you know, it, it's That's just terrible. a time again that, you know, we don't want to get political, but we need to all come together. And people are in Las Vegas. It's a great community. And and certainly the people have stepped up with the blood donations. We just have to acknowledge that today because it's do. still big, on everyone's mind. Uh, big hugs uh, to you guys. And listeners I, I from think. all around the country feeling and, it too, you know. You know, whatever you can do to help, for yep. sure. I think the last couple of weeks has been a little rough, it yeah. has to say the least. Um, what I got to say about yeah. that, and you know, Wrench Nation is not a political show by right. any means, but we each individually can do something. Sure, we can. No matter, even if you send a guy a peanut butter and jelly exactly. sandwich, yep. it's about you know just taking care of each other. There's no color lines, there's no religious lines, right. there's no division no. amongst parties. So no, and, and we gotta we gotta get away from that. And you know what? I think for the most part, Frank, everybody feels that same way. Everybody feels like you and I do. It's just the extremes on either side. The little it is. tiny it is percent what it, is. Yeah. it just causes all the problems. It's, so it's, let's not even give them any more attention. They got enough. That's it. So all big right? hugs, love, yep. and uh, stay strong out in Grinch Vegas. Nation loves you. That's right. And uh, I think we got a little time to talk about some news. Yeah, let's do some news. Uh, I think, news I think we get a little bit. Well, you know how we do it. And... All right, here comes some news music, Frank. Well, all right. With a little Walter cronkite background. Maybe that's has to be Tom Brokaw. Yeah, I can be a little Tom broke up. Right. All right, well, we talk a lot on the show, yes. and you know I'm a fan for technology and autonomous and all this kind of stuff. But there was a recent study, Steve, regarding the driverless vehicles. Okay. And those driverless vehicles are not, I think, kind of like you're not a fan of the driverless. I'm not. I mean, you don't want to jump into the well, thing. I'm I mean, a control freak, Frank, and yeah. I want to be able to control my own vehicle. I don't need to have a driverless car driving for me. Yeah, and then that's part of the problem. But they did a, an official poll. Yeah. They took like a 1,000 people. Right. And I got to say, about half of those people, it wasn't so much that they were uncomfortable about getting in the car. Right. as more that they are worried about these driverless cars being hacked. Oh, you're right. You ain't kidding. This is a serious problem. Everything's hacked. Now Yahoo is like 3 billion accounts hacked or something like that. That's right. It's and ridiculous. So it, I can see that. It is. This is a big problem. Look, so there's some of these cars, Frank, that when people get behind on their payments, they can dial into them and shut them down and make them not drive. Yo, it's yeah. crazy. It's a bad business that way. It's crazy with technology. But just, so absolutely, it could get hacked and drive away from your house, and now it's somebody else's car. You know, just imagine that we're talking about that recent. What are they? They, they attack your computer, right? Uh, and they kidnap your computer, sure. And ransomware, right? right so ransomware, the real right. issue could be. And I said, "Hell, I just buy a new computer." What Forget if you, you? I ain't paying no ransom. What if you were Hertz or Enterprise and you had 500 cars yeah. on the Eastern Seaboard, yeah. and you know I'm a hacker and I'm going to say, "Hey, listen, I'm going to shut these guys down," yeah. and they each got to send me a thousand bucks to get up and going. Yeah. That's the real What is world. it with all these hackers? They love to hack. What's the point of it? Well, you know. I guess they're stealing it, information. They get a credit card. You know, Frank, I got I once, you know, because I do DJ stuff and party planning stuff. Yeah, yeah. I once got an email from a guy who wanted me to plan a party. So I said, okay, well, I found out a little bit more information because I'm like, is this going to be a scam? Right. He asked all the right questions. He was ready to to give me an email or, you know, a, a credit card deposit and all this. I'm going, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe this guy's legitimate. Then he says this, Frank. He says, 
can you please, I need to pay the limo driver for all to pick up the family from the airport. Can you please charge me an extra $4,000, then pay the limo driver $4,000. And that way, because I can't pay him directly. I'm like, no, because he doesn't take credit cards. I'm like, no, this is a scam. What he's going to do is he's going to give me that extra $4,000, and then he's going to say, the card's going to get canceled. Whoever's card it actually is, it's going to get canceled, and I'm going to get $19,000 out of my account. Yeah. Forget that. But that's a scam. I mean, yeah. you, you picked up on it, but yeah. a lot of our elderly population, yeah. um, you know, that this is a problem. Well, and so, i, I got to be honest with you. I think there's some young people just... Just well, as, look, we uh, can know, all naive. we can all have our I won't say dumb, I'll say naive. Yeah, I mean we can all have our moments where sure. we just didn't it's when it's too good to be true. Well, yeah, and, right? but this you know this looked like the right thing all the way. So hacking, we've got to be concerned about it. We got to be concerned about yeah, it with we the do. cars. Yeah. We do. I mean, could you imagine you got a rental car and all of a sudden you're about 50 miles away from a wedding yeah. and the car stops and there's a message, yeah. you've been hacked, send us money. Yeah, you're stuck out in the middle of the desert between Yuma and Gila Bend. What this is a reality. It's a reality. I can yeah. tell you that you wouldn't think that the Department of Defense would be involved in, in a relationship with the automotive manufacturers, right. but they are because you can imagine. Sure. You get a bad batch of dudes that uh, want to get ugly well, obviously, man, uh, and I kidnap mean, these rides. At, if you're talking about a driverless car. If you can hack in and drive those cars to attack, I mean, you've got an incident that like it like happened in Europe. You exactly. know, when the cars drive through the markets. Right, right. Exactly. Or in Charlottesville, even, when the car drove Exactly. Through. So I got another news story for you guys. You know, we always talk about Tesla, yeah. the Model 3. It's been launched. I swear, Tesla, you, you're, taking <laughs> some, you're taking some money under the table from Tesla because every week we're talking Tesla. Well, I think I think <laughs> Elon Musk is not from this planet. You no. guys know how I feel I about Elon Musk. I think we need to broadcast Musk. live from Tesla over in Tempe one day. However, I got to tell you that uh, the quarterly delivery and production numbers for Tesla, the Model 3 specifically, Steve, it missed yeah. its mark, man. Oh, really? It missed its mark. I mean, they're trying to pay themselves. We talked several shows ago. Well, that's because you got to wait so long, don't well, you? Well, they're having production issues. Um, of those, they, they talk about 14,000 with the Model S hatchback sedan. I mean, there's a certain number of people, Frank, that will wait. But when it comes down to it, when you have to have enough to completely support a model of a car, you're not going to be able to maintain that with just the, the diehards who want that Tesla. Yeah, and you know what just I like? Just because it's a Tesla. I, I like this about Elon Musk. Elon Musk is very straightforward. Yeah. Elon Musk says, you know what? We, we kind of planned for this. However, we realize that there are going to be some uglies in a six-month to 12-month production sure. period. And, 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 hey, if you ordered a Model 3, be patient. It's coming. No, this isn't the commercial for no. Tesla. But, you know, I love, uh, I love what Tesla's doing. So there's your automotive Four news. You got people. some shout-outs today? Yeah, we do. These shout-outs are brought to you by the anti-theft device that's installed right in your dash. That's right, Revelco. And you can head over to nevergonnagetit.com. What I say is slap a thief in the face before they get your ride get over to Revelco. Right. never gonna get it.com we got shout outs if you mechanics are listening out there apex 2017 for the first time apex steve this is one of the biggest conventions out in las vegas yeah. it is a technical education training they're doing the technology and telematics the i think very dr thing. downey our superintendent's going up to that i think she is yeah. and i may meet her up there but they're uh they've got some amazing vehicle vehicle communication training going on so you guys 
visit over to our website, wrenchnation.tv, the easiest way. Click on the Apex 2017 banner, and that is your shout-outs for this week. We are live at the East Valley Business Expo at the Mesa Centennial Hall on Center Street Convention Center. That's okay. right. We got a special Come on guest. Down and see us. We'll we got a special guest extent. coming. That's right. You guys, we need to smile more. You know what I'm talking about. And we got a special guest, Improv Mania. Wrench Dave Sprecht is coming on board. Wrench Nation continues next on 88.7 The Pulse. Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. Yes, it is Stephen Frank live from the East Valley Business Expo. We're at the Mesa Convention Center Centennial Hall right here. And uh, on Center Street, just north of Maine, Mesa, Tempe, Chandler, Gilbert, all four chambers of commerce get together every year. And there's more than 200 businesses here to Frank here today, Frank. And if you have, if you're a business owner and, and you need some networking and you need some services and you're wondering, they have everything here. Whether it be banking or education or taxes or whatever, even opioid addiction with Clean Slate, one of the Friends of the Pulse is here today. Come on down oh. and see him. It's free. Yes, you got everything down here. Really cool. Welcome back, six guys. O'clock, so. Yeah, it'll six yep. o'clock. We're just uh, privileged and honored. Thank you for having us. And today we're talking about brake squeaks, people. I know you're out there. You, you probably work in the booth and you got, you're on your way over here. You heard a brake squeak. And we're going to cover the basics. We're going to go through the basics right now, Steve. Brakes have always been one of my arch nemesis when it comes to a car. It, because I tell you, more times than not, I've had to replace the rotors than the brakes. Yeah. I yeah. seem to go too far. You and, do. You know, yeah. We're going to talk about how to avoid that. Okay, what are good. your brakes telling you? I need you? some help. Well, listen, simply put, a brake squeal is all about a vibration factor. Okay. In other words, you got a lot of moving parts. you got pad, you got rotor. Think about an oboe or a clarinet. You're blowing through the oboe clarinet, it vibrates, it makes... I used to be in a band. You look like an oboe player. I yeah, actually, no, I, I look right. more like a tuba player, and <laughs> I was a tuba player. I was so, also a tenor sax player. It's all about these vibrations, and some of you guys may have performed your own break work, maybe on a Saturday. I've you, seen people do you that. You know, it's not terribly difficult. It gets crazy when we develop a symptom that wasn't there before, and okay. I think that's what's frustrating a lot of you guys out there listening, is I did my breaks, Frank, I listened to the show I, you know you said do this and that after i got done i got this annoying brake squeak so uh the thing about it is we got to describe the type of squeaks that, okay. i think that's important yep um if you've got that annoying animal style screech in other words it's uh grinding and screeching that's a serious problem there's no doubt about it it means you started off with yeah, a squeak yeah and it's grinding so that means that I rotor been there far too many times that disc brake rotor right think about a flat surface if it has any imperfections we increase the vibrations and the harmonics, and that's where you get the squeak. So, so that is, is that the first sign I'm well, going to have? Well, you're going to get the squeak. It'll be, you know, you apply the brake, and it, right. you hear the consistent squeak. Right. I will tell you, and we're going to cover this in a moment, I will tell you that there are certain intermittent squeaks that are not threatening. There could be brake dust. Okay. Uh, that could be inferior quality parts. But let me ask you that. On the rim, on my chrome rim there, when you, I'm seeing my, on my wheel, yeah. when I'm seeing that dust, you know, that black dust start coming there and get pretty bad, Yeah. that's not normal. No, it's not normal. But I will tell, I'll tell you, certain composition yeah. of brake pads. Remember, you've got three different levels of brake pads. You got organic, which okay. is the real cheapy stuff. Sure. Back in the day, all brakes were organic. Okay. Then you've got semi-metallic, okay. and then you've got this 
this higher ceramic, which came from the performance sure. racing. Yep. And you'll see that ceramic pads can create a little bit more dusting. Okay. Um, we go with ceramic pads. A yeah, lot I of use the ceramic pads most of the time. And they're sure. fine. So it just means, hey, listen, I want a longer brake life. But the trade-off is I may have some of this dusting. And I will right. tell you, some cars are more prone to that. Here's another one. We talked about those squeaks. Don't let it get to screech and grind. But what if you're braking, Steve, and you're on a hill, yep. and all of a sudden that pedal fades a bit? Emergency yeah. brake. Well, no, 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 no. We don't. Do not apply. If you're doing oh. 65, no, that's don't a bad. That. That's oh. a bad night at the I disco. Wow. No. If you apply the e-brake, you're in, that's that's a problem. Now, okay. if you're going slow and yeah. you're, let's say you're on a a forest trail. Well, I got or, no other brakes. I got to do something. You can do the e-brake. Right. Better yet, I'll tell you what. A lot of you guys may have had you lost your brakes. Right. Don't pump. Don't do the e-brake thing, which you should do. And we're going to cover this later. Start but pumping real well. fast. Well, you can do that, okay. but you know what? Use your transmission. Yeah. Not at high speeds because you'll blow that tranny but if you're going 35 40 and that oh that pedal doesn't feel right right put it in a lower gear oh so you're lugging you're the right. transmission yeah, a little yeah, bit sure you want to be careful people I'll be slow careful you down a little bit you'll slow you down to get you to you know pull over and figure things out sure. get a tow truck uh that brake pedal fade is a condition when the brakes have become overheated okay which is an issue with thinning brake pads okay now what does that mean well a new brake pad is eight to ten millimeters thick that's All not right. very thick. It's a thumbnail. Think, look Is at your that, thumbnail. Yeah, that's eight to ten Maybe a little terrible. bigger. Yeah. So common. A lot of you guys would go into the dealer or go into the garage and they say, hey, listen, eight brakes. You're down to two millimeters. Right. Whoa. Two millimeters thick. That's usually the standard that says, hey, guys, Time for new brake two millimeters about where I'm not going to get myself into trouble. It's oh, a base. Oh, yeah, right. you're not cutting into a row. So if you guys yeah, are listening. Point, when you get to that two, is that where you say replace them now? Because I, do I want to get to one? Yeah, man, that's the squeak. That's the yeah. my brakes are telling me something, okay, right? Good. So if you're fading, in other words, that pedal seems to, oh, gosh, it's not where it needs to be. Well, that's an indication that your brakes are getting hot and they're overheating. And that could be from thinning. It's time to get those brake pads. So you out. own, a, you know, car care place. Desert yeah. Car Care Chandler, right? And uh, and so you know, can we invent something so we digitally know when those brake pads get to that too? Well, this is really cool. You, you guys know, I mean? know that it exists. We the, go on Shark Tank and we can like, make some money. <laughs> no, not about oh. that. I will tell you, there's two styles of warning systems. Okay. If you if you drive an expensive European car, you're All gonna. Right. You're going to know about everything. Okay. If you got ear pain, boom, if you light drive, goes on. If you drive, yeah. <laughs> and you have an English butler. Hello, sir. Hello. Excuse me. Your down the two the, millimeters. The, right. The Please glove, replace. And the glove box opens, <laughs> and there's the gray poupon. Yeah. Bam. Right there. <laughs> yeah. But oh, if, I have gray poupon. So if your brakes start to wear, and you have a European vehicle, yeah. that's all electronic. In other words, there's an electronic sensor. Why it don't we wears, and then you have the light will come on. Now... In theory, without that system, yeah. everybody else, all of us, right. uh, you've got a brake pad that has a metal tab okay. that comes out, and right at that point where it's at almost to that three millimeter, two millimeter, yeah. that tab will start hitting the rotor okay. and screeching, and that is that the squeak. noise, okay. the continual screech, right? So, so that is that designed to do it that? Is. Because of that? Really? It is. Now, I are never we, knew that. I'm 46 years old, Frank. I see that. You didn't know. Now you know. So if you I guys, learned today. If you guys got the situation where you have the brake pad and that metal little tab is coming out, it's a, that's essentially a pad sensor. It's not electronic, but it's just an old-fashioned metal tab, man, and that rotor's spinning. Wow. So know about the two-millimeter thing. It's yeah. really important, guys. A lot of you guys are going to spend way too much money because you didn't uh, listen to the brakes. too many times. Now, listen, what if you're hard of hearing like me and you can't really hear? Well, the rule of thumb 
Okay. When, when should I check my brakes? Right. Rule of thumb is get them checked every oil service, right? Okay, really? And, and it's not premature. I want to be I've never super, done that either. Well, I want to protect my wallet. So every oil change, like every five, five to 7,000, yeah. at least once a year. Yeah. Now, a good garage, a good dealership, they're going to say, hey, listen, we checked your brakes. Oh, okay. They're good today. However, we think you're probably on your way to next oil change. You're going to need So is brakes. that pretty standard? You're going to check people's brakes? Yes. Got and to. Then, Safety. Okay. Yeah. And is that, is that just part of your normal service? It is, man. If I go into my dentist and I got a cavity, I want him to clean my teeth, man. I want yeah. everything done right. Period. Yeah. I don't want to mess around. I like that. Yes. It's real simple. I like that. Now, some of you guys, you did your brake job over the weekend, and all of a sudden you got brakes. Right. You put new pads and... But then you got this tingy rattle. Okay. So this is for my do-it-yourselfers out there, you guys listening. On especially the Japanese imports and some of the domestic passenger cars, or even some of the trucks, there is a big metal backing plate, guys. And this is for you guys that just did your brakes over the weekend and they're making noise. That backing plate, sometimes when you're manipulating and moving that yeah. rotor, that can get bent. Oh. And that will start scraping the rotor. Sure. So it's a simple fix. Just bend that backing plate back. And boom, you're clear, and that's done. Uh, the other thing with rattles, if you're not performing a brake job properly, in other words, if you bought the brake pads, perhaps you bought new rotors, if you're not replacing the hardware. Remember, Steve, these brake pads have to sit in a housing. Right. It's a little comfortable seat. It's like a nice pillow sitting in its nice, comfortable couch. You can't mix these pillows up because the couch looks goofy. <laughs> the same principle with brakes. So if you guys go into a garage, make sure that they're providing new hardware because that hardware is tensile. It's real springy, right? And if we reuse that hardware, that can cause some tingy rattle. Man, I'm excited to be out here. We got a lot of businesses out here at East, we East Valley. We also got the Chambers out here. Uh, Chandler Chamber. We've got the Tempe Mesa, Chamber. Gilbert. Uh, chambers are great if yep. you guys are small business. You, a lot of you small business folks listening to well, the show. Well, that's the thing. I'm surprised yeah. by so many businesses that actually don't become a member of a chamber. And it's, it's not that expensive. It, so what you're really going to get out of it in networking, <laughs> the things that you're going to get, it is not that expensive. It's not. And i got to tell you, big shout-out to my Chandler Chamber peeps. You know, our garage is down in Chandler Dobson. Uh, Car Life. Remember Eddie? Yeah, sure. Eddie's part of the chamber. You know, he's got several locations yeah. throughout the valley. But I think the chamber, at best for us people, man, is great therapy. We can actually kick some stones with other business owners and talk about, you know, our mistakes. And we can, can, can confide in each other. Um, you know, there may be some marketing going on. Right. That, you know, I got a company calling me and they say, hey, you're spending this kind of money and you can market. And I can talk to two other business owners. Sure. And they can kind of give me some feedback. It's sure. a test drive. So, exactly. no, the chambers yep. win. You guys need to join up with your chambers. Uh, we got folks listening all across the country on the podcast. You guys check out your chambers, real keys. So, yep, chambers very important to small business. Now, we are at the East Valley Business Expo in Mesa on. Center Drive, that's the convention center in Mesa. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with some more. And we've got our guest. Oh, we're going to laugh Improv now. Mania. We got we got Dave Freck from the Improv Mania. I'm ready for some jokes because the news has been way too serious lately. Hang out with us, guys. We're back. Wrench Nation. Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com.
Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. Yes, it is. Wrench Nation live at the East Valley Business Expo on Center Street, the Mason Convention Center. They're here till 6 o'clock. If you're somebody who runs a business, you want to come down here today in the East Valley. It's free. All you need is your business card. And you can network and start meeting some people and help your business grow. That's right. We, you know, Wrench Nation, we welcome you back. This show, more than anything, guys, you know, we talk a lot of car culture and tips and try to empower you guys. But, man, at the end of the day, Steve, we're community. Exactly. Real radio. And we love these type of events because we get other small businesses. Well, you know, as, as radio changes, Frank, over time, yeah. the only radio that's going to survive is those that involve those in the community. It is. And it's neck, it's neck and neck that way, yep. for sure. And we were talking about brake ticks. We were talking about those brake pedal fades. If your brake pedal's fading, that means you probably got an overheat situation. Get it in, get it checked out. Probably need some brake pads. Uh, the intermittent phantom squeak, uh, maybe some brake dust. Uh, right. Either way, it probably should be, hey, I'm going to check it. And rule of thumb, guys, as we said to recap, is to always bring it in. When you get your oil service, hey, guys, gals, please check my brakes. Hold so, on a second. Popeye's yeah. chicken is here. Oh, Popeye's, Popeye's chicken oh, is here. Oh, goodness, watch out. You better find me some chicken, Justin. Yes. You know how I love chicken, Frank. Yes, and I'll I tell you what, I don't know if we can eat chicken on the air, but I'll tell you what we can do, and I'm sure our next guest has all kinds of chicken props in his place. We've got, we got, do we have a little clap? I'm, I, I it, think it's so. going to be very difficult in here. Leave probably it alone. not. How about this? We just clap. Man, we got the Dave yes. Freck from Improv Mania. All Dave, right. Good to be here, guys. Thank yeah. you so much. Speaking of uh, screeching halt and brake pads, here comes yes. Dave Speck. <laughs> That's All it. right. Good to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. So for you guys. Uh, Improv Mania. Yeah. I've driven by it a million times. I, yeah. I need to go over there and check it out. It's in Chandler yes. on Arizona Avenue, just south of Chandler Boulevard. Tell us about Improv Mania, All Dave. right. Improv Mania is at the northwest corner of Fry and Arizona Avenue. We do uh, comedy shows. All improvised, made up on the spot, nothing rehearsed. And we do kids' classes, teen classes, adult classes. Oh, and we wow. also do a ton of corporate training and uh, and all kinds of corporate enter- entertainment as well. i got to jump in. Yeah. i, I got to just tell you. Do it. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people in the East Valley, in Phoenix, all over the country. But Dave, Dave's powerful by one measure. And that is if you want to get on stage. Yeah, I've always wanted to. You know. People think about it and they say, well, i got to crack jokes in my backyard. Oh, then I move up and I crack jokes in front of Aunt Lu- uh, Louise. Yes. And then I crack jokes. Maybe I go to Hollywood and I'm broke. But what's really cool about Improv Mania is the youngsters can get involved. Yeah. And you have some pretty cool training. Tell us about your workshop, because I really get stoked. I've got kids, man. You know, they Yeah, we do. And, I've and got kids, funny. too. And we definitely <laughs> had that in mind when we, when we moved to Chandler. You don't move to Chandler because it's a big mecca. I mean, we wanted to be kind of a, a suburban uh, organization, really community involved. And I, I kind of pride myself, like you do, in being a pillar of the community and really providing something. So we have youth classes, ages 8 to 12. And some of the things we teach that age are not necessarily to get up on stage and be funny, but be comfortable, uh, yes. listening. So important. Agreeing teamwork and the show just kind of falls in place when they're all working together it's yeah. not rehearsed it's made up it's fantastic well, yeah. that's so good for a kid because you know you see a lot of kids that are shy i wish i had now, with the way technology is and everything's on the ipad and on the on the text or whatever yeah. it is you don't have as much interaction maybe as you used to that's true and the number one fear for people is speaking to a public you know, to a crowd. Yeah, yeah. being put and, on the spot. Some of our audience yeah. has real anxiety when they come in because they know yeah. they could be part of the show at any second. Yeah. We kind oh. of teach to yeah. not, not be afraid of that and really be in the moment. Right. And that happens by listening and agreeing that we're all going to do this together. So let me ask you about that. So yep. you involve the audience in the show. Yes. How yes. so? 
Um, it can be as little as an interaction that's very, very brief. Right. Where did you two meet originally? They tell me. Right. Or it can be somebody's birthday and we can pull them up on stage willingly or unwillingly. Well, yeah. Let me ask you, yeah. do people, when you put them on the spot, do they act better or worse in the funny category? Do we um, do better? You do, do better. You do better when you're acting real with me. It's always the ones that try to be a chuckle right. bucket when exactly. I talk to them. They turn into a nightmare, and I say, "This yeah. will be over more quickly if you're honest with me." And it goes better for them because you can't make up your own best stories. They're, yeah. they're, they're the yes. true stuff that's, that's happening. True. Yeah, it is it's true. true. Yeah. Like I got a pack rat story. This morning I called. Yeah. I got to tell the story. You know, this is crazy. <laughs> but let me tell you something. You I uh, <laughs> sounds I, like you're making this up. This no, is no man. Truth. I, yeah. My this world is, is crazy. This we is share this. All you wrench nation people know we appreciate you maniacs because we are maniac with you right but this morning i call in every wednesday right dave and Good i morning, we do a little promo roof rats but he says i'm almost late because guess what i get up in the morning i go outside i got ponds and i got i got a rat in my backyard and it's not a mouse mice run rats want to have conversations with you they want to get intimate with you uh do you do you do you know what i'm talking about the rats? i do i know what you're talking about absolutely <laughs> hopefully not at the house i don't house. have rats in the house so we're going to disneyland next week is that something yeah we're there you see go a giant one running mouse, around. Yeah. 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 so i find it fascinating um a lot of us here at the expo we have small business we talk about culture we talk about unity within our team you guys do a pretty good job with some corporate workshops Tell us what I would expect. I'm yeah. coming in. You know, what do we do? Yeah, I want to bring my team in and yeah. work. Well, that's that's a great question. We have a variety of, uh, of things that we do and reasons that people come in. So one is just uh, for pure fun, right? You just might want to have fun with your team. You might already be close with them, but you want to see them in a different environment. We get you running through some improv exercises, and before you know it, you're kind of joking around on an actual so, comedy so stage. So explain them a little more. Improv exercises, all right? All right. It's not jumping jacks. So what's an improv exercise? So an improv exercise, Mike. Can we do one? Let's you do can one. do one right now. So what's going to happen? I'm, I'm coming in. Let's do okay, this. Okay, here we go. All so right. what's going to happen is I'm going to say something. Hold on a minute. I got to. Right. I got to meditate for. All right, I'm ready. All right, pants back up. I'm always. Right. I was All right, here ready. we go. Here we go. All right. So what's going to happen is is I'm going to say something, and you're going to have the next line. Okay. Frank, okay. And oh. We're just having a conversation. But right. keep it radio me. appropriate. It starts with me, then okay. it goes to Frank, and then Steve. But All you right. must start your next sentence with the last line of my sentence. Oh. Oh. All I right. love it. So All are right. You ready? Let's try it. I'm ready. All right. I'm having a great time today at the expo, and I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having a great time at the expo, having a lot of fun. But man, I could use some Popeye chicken. I'm having a lot of fun, and if you're going to go get some chicken, you better pick me some up, or we're going to have a problem. All right, good. So are we getting a, Are we getting the picture? I think so, yeah. Oh, all right. I wanted so to gonna keep happen? going. Oh, we're going to. <laughs> no. We're going to. All right, so now you're just going to listen to the very last word, word that I say, and you will start your next sentence with my oh, last word. word. Steve, this is listening all right? skills. Oh, geez. So this is I'm listening on a word. Me neither. I just interrupt all the time. What we do in our normal life is we wait yeah. for our turn to talk, and that's all we do is we wait for our turn to talk. Okay. You've done my turn, me, me, me time, right, instead of working as an ensemble. So the last word I hear. The last word you hear is okay. how you will start your what, next sentence. are you going to write sentence. it down? No, I just got to. I'm just Get ready. You can't remember a word? <laughs> it's one word, Frank. All right. My, my forehead, simpleton. Go ahead. Here we go. All right. So when I was a kid, I was really enthusiastic about acting and comedy. And uh, one thing I really didn't know a lot about was cars. Vehicles. No, you have to start with cars. You have to start a sentence with the word cars. I know. All right. Cars cost you an arm and a leg if you don't take care of them, as said here on Ranch Nation. Nation. <laughs> That's a hard one. <laughs> Nations are 
great places to go when you want to go to a place that's a nation. Great. So as you <laughs> no, see, wait a minute. Great. That was huh? not. No, not stop. Great. No, it was see, great. wait a minute, Dave. Was great. No, it wasn't. Great. Thank Jamie. you. No, Jamie. tell Quit the truth. Quit insulting me. No, he just gave a run-on <laughs> sentence. Don't we have to speak proper English? A little bit. A little All right. bit. All so, right. So that's well, nation was a hard one to start with. I would have said casinos where you have Indian fry bread. Oh, I see. Nation, nations. Nations like the Indian or nations, you Native American nations. He could have cheated and said nationwide. Is on your yeah. side. Yeah. You're, I worked for them, for God's sake. All right. So yeah. what's what's next? I love this. Yeah. This is, so uh, okay. all that, uh, that's not a, that's not a showpiece, right, by any means. Right. We no. never get in front of an audience and do that. No, right? but you're right. It loosens people up. It gets yeah. them working together. They're paying attention to each other, listening. It's a great exercise. Yeah. I love Simple. it. Yeah. Yeah. Simple exercise. You're listening. I can do that with my class. You can do all right. Here's class. a question. Yeah. Uh, we did a women's edition show, sure. well, almost a year ago. Yeah, we had top women operators from across the across the country yeah. and we sort of determined well we didn't we just listened right uh and we no were we told, didn't listen enough we were we told did, we were told and i'm asking we're you because you deal with a lot of people are men worse off as listeners be truthful a hundred percent worse we're yeah. bad so what do we do about this worse. uh you, again, listen yeah, one thing we do is we, we wait for our turn to talk instead of right. realizing what the tone is behind the words. Yeah. You have to really listen. That's where characterization comes in, and that's an advanced improv technique. But, yeah, characterization and tone, also point of view and perspective. So we don't really listen and empathize, yeah. and a lot of empathy comes from really listening. And that's another thing that we teach. And uh, we have different modes of the corporate training. So one's right. just fun, and one might be a real dysfunctional team that doesn't trust each other or listen. And that's another thing we do is come in and coach. Well, I'll tell yeah. you, in our industry uh, – uh, you guys listening a lot. We got a lot of mechanics across the country it's listening. So important to listen to that customer. We don't do enough good by way of not only listening in general, but especially for the women. As men, we don't listen, right? We sort of categorize. We're sort of putting them in partitions of things that we thought they said from prior conversations, right? So, for example, you go into a garage right. and you say, "Hey, I have a brake squeak. I smell something funny." and my check engine light is on. Right. If you're not listening, you're not gonna document that. It's so key. It's like going to a doctor. So you're we need to think you already know, right? Right. Sure. We need yeah. to go to improv mania. We do, we do. You got radio people that need help? Oh we, we all need help. Right here in the valley. We need help but no one needs more help than me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, by the way, we're with Improv sure, Mania sure. and Chandler yep. with Dave Sprecht. So, Dave, you know, what's your background? Why did you decide to do this? So I took uh, took comedy classes after college. I was never actually in acting in, as a student or in college. Play basketball? In high school. Played a little <laughs> basketball. I've I can some, tell, yeah. I've got some size to me, yeah. 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 So I played basketball. But then after uh, after college, I really wanted to get jump into comedy. I was in Chicago, so I started taking classes at Second City. Which oh, sure. SCTV. A yeah. lot of people that know about Second City. Some don't. Yeah. Some know the names that went through there. Um, John Candy. John Candy, yeah. <laughs> oh, Bill, Bill oh, Murray. You know. uh, wow. uh, Rick Moranis. Anybody right? good, right? Yeah. You yeah. can tell how old everybody is in this Right, show, exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, Bill exactly. Murray, I believe Bill Murray just came out with a serious music album. He's kind of going, you know, he's a singer. Oh, okay. Did he really? Yeah. Now, on Saturday Night Live, he would joke around about sure it. Sure he would, yeah. But he was just on NPR, and he was singing. I was wow. like, wow, that's Bill Murray. He actually sounds pretty good. Well, I got records of William Shatner and Spock singing. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I got a quick question before we, we kind of dial things in here uh, with some more break tips. What is it about perhaps some youngsters that you've seen that probably had an interest in performing, but 
They just didn't know how to get through that anxiety. Yeah. I think no matter what level of performance, comedy, classical music, jazz, uh, dance, what would you say? A lot of our listeners, how do you get over that initial, I don't want to get up there? So it's a, it's very common. It's very okay. common. So our class is usually even, evenly split, at least the adults. There's always one that wants to be the next great comedian, right? Yeah. That, that, person can be great can be a little nightmare um then we've i'm got, already the next great comedian we've got somebody who's uh, a salesperson would be better at it we've got this somebody, is just so you know yeah. this is petty ass steve yeah, with tmz, TMZ. TMZ. Yeah. Yeah. that's my nickname that's, that's they gave it to me thank you we'll talk about that a little more but then, but then they put me on tmz the other day yeah and they put me like they do the story and i'm ready to do my punchline. oh and then they then they break in and tell me tom petty's dying and oh, then they, then they come back to me i'm like tom petty he wasn't dead there for a little I know, bit. We, we, first, he wasn't dead, and they killed him <laughs> off, and then they brought him. I mean, rest yeah. in peace, Tom Petty's a wonderful performer. He was like the yeah. new, new Jesus great. there for a second. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, like, back, resurrected him. Yeah. So with these kids that are really trying to get a start, you're saying that there's a method to maybe overcome? Tell Absolutely. us about some tips. So yeah. it's, it's all in the teamwork and, and really getting them comfortable. So we've had, we've had parents, you know, based on our environment that we create, it's very supportive. Um, it's all about ensemble and teamwork, which is different with stand-up or different with other things. And the kids are taught that anybody who's interested in what you're interested in, those are your people. And right. you need to be cool with your people. Sure. Right? You find another, I like that. You find yep. another car guy, you're like, there's not many of us. We right. better get along. Right. right? Yeah. So I like if you, that. If you love this, the same thing, find a way to get along. And we, we teach ensemble work. And I had a parent come to me one time and pulled me aside, one of, one of the teen parents, and, uh, and, and their teen was in the class and was that introvert, was shy and scared to come in, pulled me aside about six months after class and said, you know what, he found his people. And she was tearing up, yeah, and you we, know, I, we did it, right? I'm a teacher at EVA. Yeah. Okay. So this is EVA's radio station. I'm yeah. the radio teacher as well as doing all this. And I had a young lady this year, mm -hmm. and she's coming through it, but she, she literally would go into the microphone and cry when I put her in front of the microphone. She couldn't do it. And so I told her, go home, practice with a microphone in front of a mirror, just talk. Just look at something because it's more, it's the mental thing. It's the block of like doing that, that, that scary microphone. And it's helped her a lot. And she's, she's done great in production. Now she's moving on. And, but it took a while just right. to get her there. We're, you know, two months in. You know, that's one thing. And then, I, like you said, finding your people. I just had a parent tell me today, I, a kid that feels like, you know, in radio and music and the kind of goofiness that we are, which we are goofy and we have, you know, we do comedic stuff all the time as well. But but that kid fit fit in. And his mom said that the first time, and the kid's a senior in high school, he actually feels like he belongs. So you're talking about that same thing. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I think the big confusion, I think some did. Let's talk for a minute real quick. I think it's important. Yeah, go I know ahead. Ranch Nation, you guys know we cover a lot of cards, our culture, we're community. And I think a lot of you listening can dig where we're coming from. And I think right now, let's touch upon social media. Sure. Is I mean, are we seeing with these kids today, there's a whole different burden in how they feel they should act. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Or has it made it go, is it making your job harder to actually get kids over anxiety? Because, look, I can hang with my phone. I'm in this passive right, state. I tweet, right, I can I, and, and I Snapchat, Instagram. Well, I'm just saying it's serious. I mean, um, how do how do you how do you get them out of the digital world? So we have a rule. It's actually they made up the rule. When they're in class, they put their phone on a table in the back of the room, which oh. is 
amazing. They came up with I that. Don't think well, I you know, that. the students that even do the same thing, some of our even yeah. classes are the same way. If we didn't yeah. utilize the phone as part of people's radio sure. shows and yeah. music and stuff, yeah. we would probably do the same thing, but there are classes, and that's great. Yeah, and you'll see so-and-so not show up for class, and boy, they're all Instagram messaging that person or yeah. Snapchatting yeah. and say, where are you? We're all here. So it, I think it can go, it can be good and bad, but I did that's have awesome. one student who, homecoming just happened, oh, and he said, right. oh, no, I, I built up the nerve, and I Instagram messaged her. And asked her out, and I said, "Oh wow!" I said, "Buddy, I used to have to call, yes, talk to the dad, oh yeah, ask to speak to the girl, oh yeah." And they, their faces just All went right. pale. I used to call on the phone, Frank, and I would let it ring for a half hour because nobody had answering machines <laughs> until they got home. You know, like it's like, wow, the, the, how psycho I was. Or you, you know? call thirty times and yes, hang up one yes, ring. Yes, or, <gasps> yes. Before a caller ID, and they couldn't figure not, out who you were. Yep. Not with my wife. I met my wife. I had to get on my knee. I had to cut the grass. I had to fix the roof. I had the plumbing, and then I could go on the first date. You had to work for stuff. Oh, well, see, you that's, that's old stuff. school. Now you've got a rat back there doing all the work. Yeah, no, you yeah, had nibbling a, on the I grass. Got a dirty rat. And your car wires. <laughs> that's it. So, uh, Dave Sprecht, you're gonna hang out with us for a little bit. We got Dave with the Improv Media. You guys. Uh, just know that Improv Media is out there. And Steve, you got you got another question. Well, how yeah. how do you get in touch with you? You know, obviously you're on Arizona Avenue Five. Phone number, website, any yeah. social media you want to plug? Sure, ImprovMania.net is the website. We're Improv Media on Facebook, and uh, Instagram is Improv Media Comedy, Twitter. Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870 with your hosts Frank and Steve. Again, we're here at the East Valley Business Expo in downtown Mesa at the Convention Center. They're here till 6 o'clock. You still have time to stop by? Yeah, you guys stop by. I mean, they're here. There's a lot of great businesses. One thing I just enjoy about small business, um, there's this genuine. Now, look, let's face it. People are here. They are presenting their products. Sure, they want to make money. presenting their services. But, man, you talk about a wholesome spirit. Yeah. Of helping yes. and assisting. Yes. You get around some good small. And you know when you're not, you know, i got to say this about small business. And you know as consumers, we're all consumers. Right. When you walk into a place and you know oop, that product, good or service is eh, yeah. the person presenting is like not excited. Right, exactly. You, just, you know. Exactly. I mean, Here, you, you don't have to be. excited about you, their product. You know. So we got a lot of exciting people yeah. about their exciting goods and yeah. products. And i got to give a shout out. To, we've got Santan. Uh, Sun out of the Times Media Group out oh, here. Yeah. Alpha, Gra- Alpha Graphics from Tempe. Sure. Uh, Semperfy Heating and Cooling. Wow, Marie. Uh, you know, we got the transition in weather. And, of course, uh, Silbar Securities out here as well. So we thank you guys for having us. And as we sort of wrap up the last segment, uh, I just wanted to give two hats away. And I'm just not, we're not doing any raffles. We're just going to throw the hats to the crowd. Oh, it's madness. Throw the hats to the crowd. There we go. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to hit you with the hat. Oh, no. (laughs) So we're talking about uh, simple ways. You guys, we're going to recap a little bit. We talked about brake pedal fade. We talked about the squeaks. We talked about the grinds. We're going to summarize and tell you guys any noises with your brakes or, in general, Steve, with your vehicle. Take that serious. We've had a lot of folks come into the garage where, oh, it's been going on for a month, and it turns into a domino effect of parts that could have been avoided. You didn't have to replace rotors right. or, you know, you didn't have to, you know, replace uh, uh, hoses uh, that probably wiped out I from a belt that slapped and times. cut up against the hose. So far too many times. the earlier you get. So here's a couple of methods for you guys to help you promote brake wear. I'm taking note. I'm going to tell you right now. This is fact. They've done studies. I had to research it. 
Uh, hopefully you guys will send me, you can mechanics listen out there. We always love your input. But the fact is, guys, if you stop from high speed yeah. um, at very high speed, that's deadly for brakes. I mean, okay. mean you've sure. got to stop. Listen, guys, if you've got to stop, you've got to stop. Right. You've got to stop. Emergency stop. But if but you're you going home. just all of a sudden just, you, well, the light turns green, you step on it. You, now you're going you wanna, 65 into 45. You, you get up the next red light and you get 65 all the way until you're eight feet there. You Listen, it's a simple fact I got for you. This is proven. Right. This has been, they've done studies. Stopping from 65 right. rather than 55 forces the brakes to dissipate about a third wow. more energy. Wow. What does that mean? Well, guys, if you're cruising on the freeway, you know your route. We're not talking about emergency traffic planning where you know it's bumper to bumper, stop, stop, stop. But if you know you've got your route, they say if you can coast down from 75, let's say, okay. and then break from 55 sure, down, sure. that's you're going to save you're going to save on your on your brake uh, wear. So okay. think about that. Know your route. Um, coasting, we just talked about right, that exactly. a little bit. You know, coast. You know, you know your route. You're going to coast. Well, a little well bit. I've known. Look, look. Especially back in the younger days, I didn't have any money to necessarily get my brakes fixed as fast yeah. as I wanted to. Yeah. Um, I remember coming down, you know, certain areas, and I would. I would take it into a lower gear and slow it down to be a little less rough on my brakes. Right. Because I knew I could get a little further on them before, yeah. you know, because I Look, knew I Look, life happens. Look, yeah. Steve, life happens. A yep. lot of you guys listening are saying, well, you know, Frank, we get what you're saying. I'm just telling you to save save a few bucks. Yeah. Just be plan your route. Coasting yeah. is good. The other thing, too, is a lot of you guys went into the garage, and they said you need brakes. And then, by the way, you need a brake fluid flush. Okay. One of the biggest mysteries and one of the biggest questions. People question are going to always go, oh, no, I don't. You're just saying that. Well, and I'll, I'll just tell you straight. Yeah. What happened with the flush industry, the maintenance side of things, right. is you had other industries. I'm not mentioning names. You had other industries that cropped up. Uh-huh. And they were doing all these fluid flushes. Right. They weren't really garages. And it just totally made people seem like every time I go in, they right. want to flush, flush something. Like, what is this? Ba- look, rule of thumb with brake fluid flushing. Yep. When you certainly, when you're having a brake repair done, right. good time to think about the brake fluid flush. Why do we do it? Brake fluid is designed to fight moisture. It's the enemy. Moisture is the enemy of the system. So I can make a otherwise, song every 30 to 50,000. But if you flush brake your brake fluid, blows. my point is if you're doing that timely uh, and you're checking your owner's manual, you've got a good garage, you trust your local garage, every 30 to 50,000 miles is a safe bet. That's a safe bet. It's like, so it's like Super Bowl shuffle, the brake fluid flush. I remember That's that. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Moisture is the enemy. <laughs> yes. We got two more tips. Okay, One good, of those good. is you guys may be doing your brakes this weekend. You said brakes are easy. I watched the YouTube channel. But the fact is, <laughs> there is nothing hiding. I cannot tell you much more than this. Right. Like in life in general, cheap it's not good. No. Let me tell you, you can buy a $10 brake pad. You get what you pay for. And you get what you pay for. So let me say this. Look for that OES or okay. OE, original equipment, and do the research, right? So um, I'm not going to shout out any particular brands. Right. If you can go factory, you've got a Dodge, go Mopar. If you've got GM, go with AC Delco, Ford Motorcraft. Right. If you've got a Japanese product, go with Denso. NGK, those are known good brands. Otherwise, you get the mystery white box, and you did your brakes, and your wife's got to drive it, and so all of a sudden you squeak. Do you do that? You, get, you go get the new motorcraft parts for a Ford? Well, we go by what our client says. Okay. A good garage. We're not going to enforce and feed down folks' right. throat. 
this is what we said. Right. We want to align needs, right? right? So, Steve, if you've got a truck and you say, hey, Frank, I'm not going to keep this long, I'm not going to give you the good spendy quality stuff. Okay. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going right. to still back you up. But there's no sense of overspending. Right. However, if you said, hey, this is my baby, I want the good stuff, and I yeah. want you to own your repair right. with a good warranty because right. that's what it's about. Sure. We're paying to fix something, but we're also paying that that garage, that dealer will own it Stand with no it. funny business. Right. And I got one last thing, and this is probably not a really good tip, but some of you got to know. Listen, you guys just moved. You moved from the apartment into the house. Right. You got the toilet in the back seat. You got you the got, couch in the trunk. You got the you, bed, bath, and beyond 20% <laughs> on certificate. Oh. What I'm saying is the weight, the weight of your vehicle can affect your brakes. Remember, guys, so do a little house cleaning. Uh, if you got the bed of your pickup truck and it's got stuff, clean that out because that does that oh, extra weight can cause premature wear Case on your water, brake system. Stands, table, He's got stuff. Peels. You're just full hey, of stuff. Let me ask uh, uh, Dave, our, our guest from Improv Mania and Chandler, a couple more things. Dave, I ask you this because I'm ready. You know, I, I've been doing morning radio for many years. Yep. Radio I like for how it keeps going years. for breaks to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you. Don't stop. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> one thing I know nothing about to me. Here we go. Somebody walks up and says, "Hey, just go out there and be funny." Yeah, tell me a joke. Oh. So here, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a story. I won't tell you a joke, but I'll tell you a story. Yes. So we do the parades, right, Frank? I saw you at the parade. Yeah, we did the parade. We're, we're, yeah. in the, we're in the chamber. That's how yeah. I actually met Frank. So uh, we were doing the. Uh, we were waving. Yeah. Oh, so hi, we hi. did this parade, and I had my son. He's here. He's here right now. See him. He's a goofball. He's waving. So he's six at the time. This yeah. is just this recently, uh, whatever parade that the ostrich parade. Sure. Yeah, festival. yeah, yeah. So he's in the car with me, nobody else, and we're right. representing the comedy club, right? And I said, inevitably, people <laughs> right. yell at you. Tell me. Yeah, you told me joke, yeah. But nobody did, nobody did, nobody. We were oh. about done, and there was one guy. Oh, no. And he yells at my son <laughs> on my son's side, say something funny. And I whisper <laughs> no. in my son's ear, and my son yells at the man, hey, your haircut looks expensive. <laughs> <laughs> And his family just busted up, cracking up with the guy like he was burned by his six-year-old. No, because, you know, you got to – one thing, the most important thing is being a good storyteller. You know, and I'm sure you work on that with people all the time. Sure. Just being able to tell a good story. So – and then I think that's a craft that, you know, certainly, Frank, you can do. Well, I I I do it every morning, I think. There's no perfection in it. I think what what Dave has hit upon is that you connect with your peer group that makes you feel good. Right, yeah. I think that's important. Sometimes we get lost. Social media will get you lost. I'm going to tell you that right now, uh, especially for our youngsters. Just get with your real world group. Feel good with it. Understand you'll make some mistakes, man. It's all good. Mistakes make us better. And if you're going to crack a joke, just crack it. If it's not getting people laughing, it's okay. You cracked it. Move along. Move along. Move along. Because when I look at Steve and we talk chicken, sometimes it's just one big crackly fried joke. Do we got some weird automotive news? We do have some weird automotive news. <laughs> you want to see? Hold on, we got to get your. Uh, we got to get it set up here. Yes, here. I, from I handed the, you your. Weird, oh, you got it on your phone. Oh, I okay. got it. We're ready. I and of see. course, I always tell you guys about the weird automotive news, and we're going to have a shout out to the the Wrench Nation Wild Blog. and Wacky News on Wheels. Yes, sir. We got to tell you guys. You guys listening? We got some weird automotive news. Our friends at Autoblog.com. Now, if you own a tank. One of the things about owning a tank, some of you own a tank. Uh, Twenty of them. Is that you probably want to put that in a little storage area for tanks. Yeah. Not in the front of your house. Oh, no. Does he have an HOA? This man parks a Sherman tank in a swanky neighborhood. It wasn't. I mean, this is a luxury neighborhood. Right. Could you imagine coming home? Here is the Sherman tank. Yeah. Your wife says, what's wrong with this guy? And you yeah. say, well, he pays a lot of money for his house. He can park whatever he wants. 
But anyway, that's your weird automotive news wow. about that Sherman tank. As we always say every week, guys, you guys are part of the show, French Nation on iTunes. Give us your comments. Tell us about some show topics you guys would like to hear about in the future. Catch a big jam-packed October, guys. We're going to be all over. Uh, we got EDOT, Arizona Department of Transportation, telling yeah. us about some new stuff the DMV's cooking. And as we always say every week, people, we love you. Be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.